0: This episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Uh, today we have Ben Bowman, correct? That's right. Sweet. Yeah, the founder, the father of uh, <laughs> Simple Soda Co., um, a local natural soda producer here in Arizona. How's it going today? It's pretty good. We're you know just forcing bubbles in liquid. That's what we like. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, sweet Ben. Um, we, we appreciate... Um, you and uh, your willingness to do this, would you like to just kind of take a minute and just introduce like who you are and kind of a background before we get into the, the nitty gritty and yeah. the bubbly of everything? Yeah. The bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So my story is kind of unique.
1: I was born and raised in Mexico. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Mormon colonies down there. Yeah. Um, so I grew up on a farm um, raising apples and we had some pears. We planted peaches, uh, a lot of chili, like cash crop stuff, beans and wheat. Um, when I was 13, we moved to the U.S. and, uh, went to school here and went on a mission to Chile, came home, met my wife, didn't think I had a chance, and (laughs) here we are, and we have a beautiful baby daughter. Um, a funny thing that we found out going through my, um, there's a book, of family history stuff, and my ancestor actually brought the first soda fountain into the country of Mexico. Really? And this was after I already started Simple Soda, Uh and so that was kind of a fun little quirk, like, oh, thanks. Ancestor for you know, it's in my <laughs> blood. My, my eyes are wide open right now. I'm like, oh, wow, that's super cool so, Full circle there. Nice. But, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my my life in a nutshell um, and then Did you want me to talk about how simple soda? Before or,
2: that, Sorry, I was gonna say so what did you do kind of before simple? Soda? did you work or go to school um, or
1: so? I, when I first got married in the first year of our marriage, I was involved in a very uh, Life-threatening accident like I should have died and a uh, boulder fell on my head from 30 feet up. And they say it was the size of like a couch cushion. Really? Yeah, good Broke my back, thrust like two, three, four, and five. So I was in school at that time, uh-huh. and all of a sudden I was in debt of the grandeur of like a house without a house. And so school kind of took a back seat and uh, didn't really happen. So I was working like crazy. I tried to work, I worked for GoDaddy for a time. I'm very tech oriented. Uh-huh. Um, and then <clears throat> from GoDaddy, I went. And work well before GoDaddy, I was a 911 operator, which that was really oh, interesting. And then, um, I've heard that's quite the job, it's it's not for me, <laughs> yeah. I don't but, think I can do it either. I mean, I could handle the you know, handling the computer and the calls and everything, but dealing with um, trying to having to tell a dad to get off of his um, so many month old daughter so that the paramedics could come and administer because she fell into the pool. Like, and he was a doctor it was just like you have to be so commanding right. and have this authority with you. it was just not for me uh-huh. I could deal with any call rape call uh, suicide call it was fine but when the kids were involved I no not for me yeah. but and so that I saw myself out went to GoDaddy and then started working for Apple and as a genius for Apple and worked there for about six and a half years until I started Simple Soda
2: nice alright well I guess let's kind of get into the story of how Simple Soda came about
1: um, let's see it'd be four years ago now about four, give or take, a mm-hmm. couple months. Uh, four years ago, we went out to eat at Snooze Am Eatery. Okay. Awesome breakfast joint. I agree. So mean, I think Utah has bomb breakfast. Yeah, Utah does have bomb. Arizona sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Snooze is like the closest thing we got yeah. to something good. And they're creative. You know, they have their pastry, biscuits, gravy things. Right. Like yeah. Pastry is mm-hmm. delicious. Anyway, we went out to eat there and my wife said, hey, the menu says cola, diet cola, orange soda. Is This Coke or Pepsi. And they're like, oh, it's Coke products. She's like, good. Because now I was just going to get water. It's a Diet Coke or diet. (laughs) Anyway, um, and the waiter was like, yeah, we normally partner with a local soda company. There's just not one in Arizona. Mm. And for some reason, that just bothered me. Like, it's Arizona, it's hot. We should have a soda company. Right. Like, people want.
0: Well, everybody goes like Circle K and Quick Trip on the daily, if not like multiple times a day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I was just surprised by that. And I thought, that's weird. And I really thought about that. And I, I told Brianne, my wife, I was like, that's so strange. I wonder what it would take to make soda. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was working for Apple and, the, you know, you think of the classic genius guy. It's a yeah. guy with beard. A <laughs> he brews at home. You know, he's a home he brews. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. A yeah. lot of the guys I worked with, they were home brewers. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I'm never going to fit in because I don't drink alcohol. I'm not going to brew my own beer. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, ah. And there's one kid, he uh, actually worked for a brewery part time and an apple. And this other guy was homebrewing. i like, man, I can never really align with these guys because I don't. So I started brewing my own soda. And the process is very similar. My process is very similar to brewing beer. Oh, is it? Except not the fermentation side of so. <laughs> it. Right. So we were, like, swapping stories, like, yeah, I got a keg, and I got a CO2 tank, so I'm forced carving, instead of letting the yeast do their things, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, yeah, that's what we do, and it's, it was kind of fun, and so I was just doing it as, like, a hobby, and, like, made up some recipes, they were really good, I love grapefruit yeah. juice, and so I wanted to have a real good grapefruit soda, not squirt, because that's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll drink a squirt, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not real, it's not grapefruit, yeah, so I made that, had some friends try it, they loved it, it was good, and then... <clears throat> sorry um some really good friends of ours jim bob and kelsey strothers or strollers they're gonna hate me if i can't do that um they're the only one out the wrong right (laughs) you guys find that out Um, we'll we'll get on they own worth takeaway this is a Sandra spot. (laughs) incredible banana pudding yeah kelsey's baby there that she is like so proud of that um yeah yeah, they are awesome awesome people um and they're they were friends of ours actually worked with jim bob at apple Long before I even was making soda, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were we would go into Worth and we talk to them, and they invited us over, and I brought some soda over for them to try. I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, this is something that I'm kind of like my hobby. Love to get see what you guys think of this soda and because they're in the food and beverage industry, like right. their opinion matters." And yeah, I thought it was great, and so they tried it and I'm like, "This is so good! What do we need to do to have this at our restaurant?" Oh, and I was like, "Well, it's more about what do I need to, do to have this at your restaurant?" So. At that moment, um, I mean, we already had kind of ideas. We're like, oh, maybe this could be a business. I don't know. So we had like the name picked out and, and so Kelsey and Jim Bob really get, put the fire under our butts to get going on it. Uh-huh. And, uh, we started selling it in kegs because they had a tap system, so a little kegerator. Okay. And, uh, they had Sunup Brewery in there, which is in my personal humble opinion, the best root beer out there right now. All right. And so Sunup Brewery, I don't know how they figured that root beer out, but it's, <laughs> it's bomb. Um. And so it was an easy thing for us to get our sodas put into. Yeah. Worth takeaway. And so we just kind of figuring that side out, you know, it was really easy to start growing it that way because mm-hmm. it was just one location. Yeah. And then I always thought bottles are going to be what makes us. Yeah. On tap is cool. Yeah. But with our logo on a clear bottle, you can see through it. You can see the, you can see through the logo and transparency and kind <laughs> of that. And you flip around and you look at the ingredients. And that's transparent because it's literally juice, water, and sugar. Yeah. Like, it's simple. And that was kind of the whole idea behind it. And I always thought in the back of my head, and once we have bottles, that's where we're going to take off. Mm -hmm. So we worked and worked, and I was still working for Apple. So when you're working full-time and trying to build something, and on top of all that, three months after I even had that initial snooze, like, idea, Mm -hmm. we had a baby girl. So, like, Uh we're new parents. We're both working Uh full-time, and we have this idea of
0: making... (laughs) bubbly juice so like two babies on the way pretty much you have one and then another one on the way business is just
1: as much involved as a a kid that's very true so yeah that's kind of how
0: simple soda was was birthed that's (laughs) that's sweet um so more like on the whole natural side so what made you choose like the natural route instead of i guess just making soda like right usual (laughs) i mean the artificials (sighs) and everything like that I,
1: i don't know what like, really sparked me to be like, oh, this has to be 100% natural. But it just became a thing where, uh-huh. like, we only use real ingredients. And we took it even further to where we don't even use a concentrated juice. Because so oh. if you go into Walmart or wherever, you right. look at a bottle, it'll say 100% juice on there. Uh-huh. If you look at the ingredients, it says, from concentrate. Yeah. In, in theory, there's no difference. Because yeah. a concentrated juice is they took juice and they evaporated all the water out of it. Yeah. And then they put water back in. But when you taste a fresh, like, real juice compared to or a juice, juice from concentrate, from it's, way it's not the same. Yeah. yeah, It doesn't sit the same. It doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. But the FDA says it's the same, mm-hmm. quote, unquote. Yeah. <clears throat> so I looked at that, and I've tried, like, tons of grapefruit. I, like I said, I love grapefruit. So if we ever went out to eat, I'd have grapefruit juice. Uh-huh. And my question was, is this real grapefruit juice? And I was like, yeah, it's 100%. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> is this, like, <laughs> legit or not? Because if it's not, you can tell. Yeah. Ocean spray or whatever it is is not hundred percent juice, even mm-hmm. though the bottle says hundred, it's just not. So for some reason in my mind, in my heart of hearts, I was like, this has to be real, like a hundred percent real, because it's better. It tastes better. Your body's like, oh, this is better. You want more. It just, mm-hmm. It's all in all, just it's a lot It's simple of it. too. Yeah. It keeps simple. it simple. Yeah.
2: Stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, At what point did you go from, like you said, a hobby just like having friends taste it to like, Hey, this is actually business. We're going to run with this.
1: It actually happened pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a, my best friend growing up sean bluth he was all about it and he thought, oh this is great um and so he was like you should you should do something with this and then like that week we met with jim bob and kelsey and i was like yeah you know this could be it and that that meeting with impromptu meeting with jim bob and kelsey mm-hmm. is what really made it go from okay this is no joke because i thought they were good yeah. you know our arizona orange fantastic our lime was my favorite and the grapefruit was just bomb but it was real it became a business when we talked to Jim about McKesson right um, did you before this
2: did you ever have any desire to start a business do you ever think you would start a business or
1: <clears throat> yeah in the back of my mind I, I look back and I didn't realize that I'm an entrepreneurial person like through and through uh-huh. even in Mexico I was doing side hustles on stupid stuff and I didn't realize yeah yeah that I was that and then when we moved to the US I made hacky sacks to sell to people oh wow And out of socks like (laughs) stupid. but I look back I'm like man I was I was like trying to hustle I was doing something I was always doing something and then yeah there's always just tons of little things I wanted to do like a I made a really good orange Julius when I was younger I thought oh I can do orange Julius and my buddy Matt he did this he made a smoothie called and he called it Matt juice (laughs) so I was like man we should open up a little smoothie shop call it orange Julius and Matt juice or something I don't know. and so I've always had that in there. I just didn't realize that's. It took a, until Simple Soda to come around that I realized. Oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have those tendencies growing up. Like me and Ridge have talked about. You know, grow up, hot dog stands, lemonade stands, hustling, bigger, better. But you know, it doesn't really click that. Oh, it's because I have you know an entrepreneurial mind until yeah. You kind of start something, realize that at least that's what you want
1: to do. I, I wish I realized it a uh-huh. long time ago. There's this little girl that participates in the farmers market that we do. Uh-huh. And she does uh-huh. a soap kind of a thing. Uh-huh tons of different like skincare products <laughs> yeah. and I went to her booth and I thought it was her mom and she's like no this is all her and she's like eight years old oh wow I'm like dang I wish I was that <laughs> Yeah. when I was eight. yeah, because I had it I just didn't realize what I had right
2: well, yeah, props to her parents or whoever kind of encouraged her to. Yeah. Do. She, yeah, she,
1: yeah. she actually wanted to do it exactly. since she was five and I really? was like you're five <laughs> yeah. and she kept on it for three years and the mom was like we can't fight this entrepreneur we gotta go we, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we gotta do it so I like, well, guess we're gonna have to get on the show next right? yeah, yeah she's
0: she was awesome so <laughs> you so tell us a bit, so you said farmer's market. So I guess let's get into kind of like how you sell the soda, like mm-hmm. where where it goes, who buys it, things like that. Uh, so initially
1: we were just going in Worth Takeaway, you know, doing, they, were, they started out with a keg a week and then there were two kegs a week and now then they were at three kegs a week and it was just growing and growing. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this would be great. I bought some bottles, these little six ounce. So uh, it hadn't been bottled yet. So no, Worth was just, it was just on tap. tap, okay. And like I said, back in my mind, I needed bottles, I needed bottles. And I, I was trying to find just a small amount of bottles, yeah, maybe 200 to mm-hmm. start, just to do samples and figure out how to fill bottles, yeah. which filling bottles of soda is a whole different ballgame that you wouldn't even think.
2: Right. Yeah, how do you even like, learn how to yeah. get that done? YouTube, uh, right? Yeah. Yep, school of YouTube. <laughs> and, like,
1: tons of research, and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I tried to do a gravity feeder, which is beyond, it's so stupid when you're using carbonation because the pressure is super important. Um, anyway, sorry, not to demand. You so, no, you're good. Um, I really wanted bottles and I couldn't find bottles. Nobody had bottles. You could find amber bottles, the brown bottles. Everybody mm-hmm. and their mom has those. Mm-hmm. But Flint or clear, clear bottles, bottles, those are impossible to get. Like if you wanted to go down to brew your own brew or some brew shop, mm-hmm. they've got amber bottles, green bottles,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no clear bottles. I'm talking three years ago. Yeah. Now it's kind of changed a little bit. You might be able to pick some up, but primarily it's amber. Because if you're homebrewing, you don't want clear right. because the sunlight can damage uh, your stuff. That's why the green and brown bottles exist because uh. it protects against UV light. Oh, and beer is so susceptible to that. Okay. I never thought I would know so much about beer. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we, clearly we don't know anything. Either. Right. That's
0: just yeah. By default. Anyway,
1: so I've learned a lot about brewing because it's not what I needed. Yeah. And so I was like, well, why? And So I you know just I would spend hours on YouTube and Google and just oh, okay, that that's why this is that and then blah. So, um. Awesome. I tried to find some like bottles were so hard to get. Um, I have a cousin that's a brewer in California. So I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, do you know of a bottle supplier that can hook me up like to get me these bottles? He's like, Yeah, there's this company. Let me get them in contact. Comp- let help you find them. I like spent hours and hours and hours searching for a bottle supplier. Like not, like I don't even know how much time I wasted. <clears throat> the frustrating thing is the company that they use their headquarters is they have one in Phoenix, of course. Yeah. Like, this whole time, why, why would they show <laughs> up in a Google search? Like, <laughs> exactly, bottle supplier Phoenix yeah. didn't show up. So I, I found them, I got in contact with them. They're like, Yeah, we totally can get you clear bottles. I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. Minimum order is 4,400 bottles, oh, <laughs> and I'm shoestringing it. Like, yeah. uh, I get 200 bucks from a sale, I'm like, Whoa, this is awesome! <laughs> yeah. You know, and the minimum order is 4,000 bottles. And they're at 15 and a half cents per bottle plus shipping and some other charges. So it ended up being close to $1,200 just to get those bottles. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh crap, I can't afford this. I don't know what I'm going to do to get bottles. I just wanted a case. I wanted 24 to 100 bottles. I figured Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be that expensive. They're just bottles. And yeah, I couldn't find them. So I was using like Coke bottles, rinsing them out and filling up that. Anyway, so I finally was, I was, there was a guy that would come to the Apple store a lot and he was a good, he ended up becoming a friend of mine and he was asking me how things were going with simple soda. And I was like, yeah, I just need a thousand bucks so I can get these stupid bottles. And he gave me a check for a thousand bucks. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. And I was just like,
0: what? And you weren't even asking him. No. That.
1: Yeah. He's like, a thousand bucks was holding me back. I was like, yeah, was like, dude, I'm going to give that to you. And this guy, he was loaded, obviously. He was right. like, I don't care. who's a thousand bucks and just gave it oh, to me. Oh, wow. I was like, That's awesome. Dude wow, I couldn't believe it. I was blown away. And so I took it and ran with it. And um, that really helped us a lot. So we put, I went and bought stickers as labels to put on the bottles and we're manually setting them on. Yeah, making sure that's straight. And so I made this makeshift wooden bottle holder thing that you could put the stickers on and it would feed the sticker up through. And if you turn the bottle, it would put the label on just right. Oh, wow. But I didn't have the right tools to make, the wood thing, uh-huh. and so it was kinked a little, so you had to hold the bottle at a weird angle <laughs> just to get it outside. It was so stupid. Yeah. And so I was putting these on manually, and we got in. <clears throat> um, some good friends of ours introduced us to the owner of Fire and Brimstone in Gilbert mm-hmm. at Martin One. Mm-hmm. And so I took some over to him. He's like, This is awesome. I love it. It's real. It's awesome. Like, it feels good. Yeah. It meets my aesthetic. So we threw bottles in there, <clears throat> and I feel so bad about this. The health inspector showed up and said, You can't sell these bottles. There's no information on them about anything. You and it lowered their health rating uh, um, because of my product. And I'm like, what the crap? I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. I've since repaired that relationship. He didn't really care. He'd come to I know I was yeah. like, whatever. Uh, but I felt like I did him a huge disservice. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And they pulled the bottles, and he already paid for them. And I'm like, oh crap! I'm gonna have to buy these bottles back, and it just—it was a mess. And so i was like okay i well, we have to figure out how we can label these bottles right and yeah come to find out you have to have a license to be able to bottle and you have to be doing it in a specific type of location and so that location has to be inspected and there's like layers and layers and a layers lot. of all this regulation that you okay. have to meet that i had no idea yeah it's a
0: bunch of learning curves
1: that and like each inspection costs 500 bucks oh my goodness you're sitting there like i'm making these tiny sales. <laughs>
0: that 200 check isn't so big anymore <laughs> right. is it
1: well yeah it's just like ugh. <laughs> uh, what do I do? And so we just went and talked to Tails and Jim Bob. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can use our kitchen as a commissary kitchen. Oh, Boom, nice. that took care of a huge part. Yeah, sure. So they would come mm-hmm. in and inspect it and inspect my process. And I got the bottling license and everything's honky dory. And so, but still, we're kind of not able to produce enough. And sorry, I, I feel like a, I don't know if I've answered your question. <laughs> no, you're keep good. going. <laughs> yeah, you're good. And uh, so we're just like, ah, what do we do next? And so we have these other locations. That really wanted it. I start getting emails from California, and Utah, and Texas. Like your product is awesome. We want it. We want it. I'm like, that's great. I want to give it to you, but I'm doing one bottle at a time, and it takes me thirty seconds to a minute to fill each bottle. Oh
0: uh, wow!
1: And a counter pressure bottling system is what you need. And what that does is it applies pressure to the bottle that equalizes with the tank where the soda is held. Uh huh. And you, when you release the pressure from the bottle. It tries to equalize, which forces the soda into the bottle, and it slowly fills it under controlled pressure. It's all scientific, totally, chemistry, blah, blah, blah. CO2 wants to escape, but this forces it to stay controlled. Okay. Okay. You get a lot less spillage and all this stuff. So I have a counterpressure bottling, manual bottling filler that I was using. And it was slow, but it worked. I didn't lose a drop of soda anymore. Whereas before, with that stupid gravity feeder, I had pressure off of this keg sitting at like eight psi, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're putting twelve ounces into a bottle That's mm-hmm. that's quite a bit and you the gravity feeder has this little I don't I do call it a nipple, but a little stopper at the bottom so you can put it in there. And as soon as you push it, it releases that valve and the soda just comes gushing out at eight Psi. And so it just CO two is like Freedom, let me out of so <laughs> You have all these bubbles coming up and you lose so much product. Yeah. It was just a mess. So I found this bottle filler, counter pressure bottle filler and it works. And, uh, things were going good. We're, you know, trying to figure out our labeling and so we can be in all these places that want it. My end goal was really, I want to be in snooze because they're the ones that right. inceptioned me. Yeah. What's the time frame? So right I'm now, meet. like
0: how far are you into it? Uh, probably a year. Okay.
1: Year and a half. And so I'm sitting here <laughs> like, cool, oh, I kind gotta, of gotta have this figured out. I'm just going to get this. And then I meet or I see my cousin and I'm, a, I'm still at Apple this time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and He's coming in for something. I was like, Ty, what are you doing here? He's like, ah, oh, I broke my phone again or whatever. And Ty is the owner of Lifetime Leather. Okay. I don't know if you guys know about Lifetime Leather. It's yeah, sure. uh, sure. a company he created. It's, it's older, but uh-huh. it's, it's a pretty big company. They, okay. they do really, really well. He makes handcrafted leather goods. Okay, nice. cool. High quality yeah. stuff. Like Really, really legit stuff. Top of the line. Um, anyway, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm working here, but I'm trying to get this company started. So we met up. We went out to a shop. He's like, we could set it up here. We could, you know, let me... Let me buy into the company, and I'll build it up. I'm like, sweet. So we start doing all the process for that. Uh-huh. He's got the seven thousand square foot warehouse. I can take two thousand square feet of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. We're gonna do awesome stuff. Yeah. He's like, we'll be able to do a million dollars in sales by the end of the year. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. He's I'm like, so excited. Sweet. Yeah, let's do this. The fire is just going, and I'm excited. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna make this happen. And so, so we're trying to figure it out. The zoning for that where his warehouse was is technically not allowed for that type of production of stuff. Which, don't even, give me, I hate the whole zoning bullcrap. This is my land. <laughs> let me do what I want yeah. It's stupid. Um, oh, man. So frustrating. it is. <laughs> oh, I just got back into that flashback of dealing with that county crap. Oh, so frustrating. Um, so we went and met with the county to get a, what was it called? Like a temporary use permit. Mm-hmm. Like we were allowed to use the warehouse for solar production we weren't gonna have customers come there it wasn't like hey come pick up here it was just be me driving in a truck doing my thing quiet like making soda not loud Mm -mm. we're forcing (laughs) bubbles into a sealed container it's not allowed and so we wanted all this stuff and they're like yeah we'll get you the use permit but you need to talk to your neighbors within so many yards oh my goodness so i sent out this letter well i didn't actually send it i walked over and put it in everybody's mailbox Uh, which is illegal really yeah you can't put stuff in people's mailboxes come to find oh, okay. out <laughs> so be forewarned with people's mailboxes. <laughs> take notes that's why amazon drops it at your door ah Makes but, sense. anyway i don't know when i would have just taken it to the door but um there's this lady in his neighborhood who will remain nameless because she's the worst person in the world <laughs> <laughs> um, and come to find out i didn't even have to put a letter in her box because oh, her property no. was outside of that yardage i was just trying to cover up like make sure i did my right yes yeah. And so we had to have a meeting with the neighbors at a park. So we went to the park and they're like, oh, why didn't you have the park in the neighborhood? And it was like not even a quarter mile away from the neighborhood. It was just like, it was the only park because yeah. you guys live on like a county island. Where right. There's no development of any type of park. Where would you want us to? You know, stupid. You know. So we go there and she's there with her bulldog of a guy. Sure. It was like, oh, you guys didn't need blah, blah, blah. Like they were prepared. With all these reasons why they don't want us making soda in their neighborhood. That's such an innocent thing. What was their, you're going to, there's going to be so many trucks driving through the neighborhood, there's going to create a ton of traffic, and I was like, hold up, it's just me. Like, this is simple soda. Like, (laughs) this is very simple. Everything is simple, lady. The most we would, you would see is a truck, one truck driving in and out of the neighborhood, maybe every other day. Like, it's not, anyway, she made a huge deal about it. She went on the neighborhood Facebook page. And said simple soda is going to be doing a huge production factory. In our neighborhood. <laughs> Do you guys really want this neighborhood to go to crap because simple soda like just oh, no. insane, insane, insane? Come mm-hmm. to find out, so you can run a business on your property mm-hmm. in that neighborhood, but it has to be of less than three people. Oh, employees wise, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. i like, cool, it's just me, yeah. <laughs> just one, <clears throat> but it kind of put Ty's business at risk because then it drew attention to what he was doing with uh, the leather. Okay. and so technically with me there that would have been four people not three uh, and so Ty kind of got like I don't want to you know I don't want to ruffle any feathers Yeah. so it put a huge stop and I, at that point I put like everything that I had savings wise into doing this there because like this is our answer we can do it Yeah. so it kind of fell to the wayside I kept doing a little bit of like storage there and um, it just didn't work out yeah. and it was sad like we we'd dug a hole for The drain to come over to a septic tank, and it took a lot of work and time and energy and money to rent the equipment. Yeah, and it was just a big bummer. And then fast forward a few months, and a friend of mine from Mexico, his daughter was getting married, and they were up having the reception in Mesa. Let me know if I need to go faster or. You're good. You're good. Yeah, we're rolling. I like the story. (laughs) Yeah, the story's good. So I'm I'm trying everything I can Uh to push this forward. Uh Like the first one with the bottles getting pulled out of. Uh, fire and burnstone huge downer. Right. Tie at the warehouse, like that was all chips are in. Like a yeah, going head first and that failed. And I'm like crap. No are worries. you still in Worth though? We're still time. in Worth, okay. sure. And it's just we're getting a lot of momentum. Like people are interested, they're trying mm-hmm. it, and um, we also built this cart. Jameson and Allie are our first partners. Okay. They built the cart. Um, okay. If you've seen it or not, but it's a beautiful looking cart with our logo on there. It has three taps. So now we can do events, weddings, and stuff. Okay, so nice. like we're doing those type of little things here and there, but it's not much. No, it doesn't. Bottles are the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need bottles. <laughs> um, so we go, we're, we're, we're doing this stuff. And then Gilbert Farmer's Market reached out to us and was like, hey, we've tried your stuff at Worth. Would you be interested in setting up a booth at the farmer's market? Mm-hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Why not? That's, yeah, sells every week. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So we start doing that. And sales are pretty good you know We're, I mean anything's better than nothing so we're like yeah this is fun it's yeah. cool it's getting our name out there people are trying it and we're like this is cool Like, yeah, we're, we're making like maybe that's what we do we just keep doing farmer's markets and I work and farmer's markets and I work and then we save up until we can get to next it's <laughs> going to take forever but what options do yeah. so we have yeah. so my a friend of the family comes up for his daughter's wedding Kelly Jones I don't know maybe not take, take his name out <laughs> 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 we'll just say Kelly comes up and I'm like, hey, this guy worked for Procter & Gamble, P&G like tied, like big company, uh, huge company. Mm-hmm. And he worked on the uh, branding side of things. Oh. So like, dude, I would really like to get your opinion on our product, Yeah, love to see what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Come over, to we rented an Airbnb, come up, <clears throat> check it out. So we go over and take him some soda, he looks at the brand, he takes, like this is my ideal situation mm-hmm. for anybody that's trying the soda. Mm-hmm. They look at it, they open it, they take a sip, and then they look at it again and you can see the wheels turning. Like I can taste through this and I can see through this. Subconsciously you're like, Wow, this is real. This, it's simple. Yeah. I can see it. I can see the juice. I can taste the juice. Like it everything happened. And he did that. And I was like, Yes, come." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I have no nothing construct no constructive feedback to give you. It's perfect. Coming from mm-hmm. him, I was like, Wow. High praise. Like yeah. that is huge for yeah. me. Yeah. Super cool. The guy knows his stuff. And for mm-hmm. him to say, I, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. Like that is huge. So we were leaving. And they're like, what's next? Like, do you guys need some capital? What do you want to do? And i was like, oh, we're trying to do this thing with Ty at the warehouse. And that's when things were like kind of like meeting with the neighbor. Yeah. And had already passed. And it was like, we we're tr- still trying to figure out if we can still do it. Uh, I was like, ah, right now we're just, this is where we're at. And so I just wanted to get your opinion. Like I was literally not looking for anything other than that right? right just wanted to share it with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he goes okay and then a couple months well, maybe a month later um sorry if i keep shaking it no no i i know <clears> you're good a month later i get an email from him and he's like hey i found this coca-cola plant is going out of business and they have all this equipment i don't know if you wanted to buy it but here it is and we're talking like 300 barrels size of stuff so a barrel is a barrel, a U.S. barrel is 31 and a half gallons. Mm-hmm. These are like 300 gallon 300 barrel tanks. So wow. um, do the math. it's Huge, massive production. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I couldn't even use a barrel right now. Yeah. <laughs> they they make bright tank. it's a they're bright tanks. so what a bright tank is is what you put your beverage in. Mm-hmm. They also call them conditioning tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you force the bubbles, the carbonation oh, into it. it. So it gets under pressure. there's an agitation going on over time. The bu- the CO2 molecules will join forces with the water molecules that are in there mm-hmm. and they'll bond together
0: just a bunch of chemistry as long as it's
1: below 35 degrees okay that's when they bond best okay but 33 to 35 degree or 40 we'll say 40 but it's that window of temperature that's where co2 is like this is cozy I'm just gonna <laughs> in there. so you have this bright tank that's jacketed that is temperature controlled and all the bubbles get in there and the mixture and everything anyway <clears throat> so I'm, he's like there's this 300 barrel of things i was like i could be done i'd be Excuse me. i'd be happy with a three barrel system yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a 300 barrel system like that's like maybe in 20 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so he's like oh shoot why don't you and brianne come down to mexico and see what we do and see if we could set up operation down here well like, oh, that'd be cool yeah i mean i've been hearing from all these people you know business friends of mine that are like you need to find a co-packer. You just need to have a co-packer do it. Yeah. Like, I would love to, but they want a lot of money up front. Mm-hmm. Right. And they will match my recipe. So, they'll do what they can to make it taste the same. But uh, It's not going to be it's real. It's not your <clears> recipe. <throat> yeah. Or they'll, yeah, it, it just, it wouldn't be my recipe. Uh. Yeah. So, with Kelly down home in Mexico, he's like, I'll do it. Your recipe. We don't make soda. So, this would be a soda factory designed for you. Yeah. With the flip side, like, yeah, you pay us for it, but we also get some equity mm-hmm. in the company. I'm like. I don't care. I just want this thing to roll. I'm not a greedy person. I just want, I would love for this to explode. Yeah. Rising tide raises all ships. So you help me and in turn, I'll help you because you'll have equity in the company. <laughs> so we went down there and we looked at it and things were looking good and we toured their factory that they have down there. They processed all the chili that comes from Mexico, basically, um, which is a lot, millions of pounds of chili. And uh, yeah, they have the workforce. They have the know-how. They have labs, testing. Why not? So we just said, yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. go down there and let's set up shop and, mm-hmm. and make soda in Mexico. Cheaper fruit, everything. Like, labor's cheap. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> so I go down there. I show them how to make it. teach them the recipes. We sign a non-disclosure agreement and um, all that fun stuff. And we're like, this is great. Like, I'm, I'm super excited. We have a bright tank. It's a five-barrel bright tank. I'm like, ooh, this is, this this is cool. Kind of, yeah. Um, we got workers. They're juicing. They're putting it in there. We do a test run. So it comes out fizzy. I get, like, this is awesome. My bottle. I'm like, oh, great. So I went to my, we, let me back up a bit. There was, <coughs> there's a distributor here in the Valley that approached us. Uh-huh. Like, we love what, we see what you guys are doing. Can we distribute for you? Mm-hmm. And I was, I went to them. And I was like, I just need a refrigerator truck. I'd love to be able to, you know, for my own deliveries. They're like, why don't I just have us do it? I was like, I didn't know if you guys would want to. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> like, sweet. You're the only craft soda company in the state. Mm-hmm. And you're the only all-natural soda company that we know of in the southwest. So yeah. um, sweet. Let's do it. I was like, I'm not surprised by that because California's not on my door every day. Yeah. Like so many different restaurants uh-huh. from there. Are just like, hey, there's a ton of good, soda. good, yeah, good places, you know. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, awesome. Went down to Mexico, I'm like, cool, we're gonna be doing pallets. Of soda they're gonna be coming up can you guys distribute that like, yeah, we're gonna go on sales calls we're gonna do all this stuff and I'm like it's happening <laughs> bottles were the answer the bottles are coming I'm so excited uh, this is great but yeah my dreams coming true like I made a product I'm seeing it come true they're buying the bottles down there in bulk so we're able to get pricing better boxes we have these beautiful boxes that have the, the spacing inside with the bottles and like, this is amazing I'm mm-hmm. so excited for shim it comes everything looking great had to drop a really pretty penny to get it shipped here cold, like it's. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it basically took all the profits. But I'm like, I don't care. I have soda in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. and we have a lot of it, and it's getting out there. So over time, pricing will drop, and we'll be able to make money. Yeah, this is great. I'm so excited. And next shipment comes, the orange arrives spoiled. A whole pallet of orange is bad. Oh. Like day one, and I'm like, I can't sell this. I can't. Like obviously i can't what am i supposed to do i have people counting on this and that was a huge letdown. i was like oh what, what are we doing in mexico like what's happened what has changed between the first and the second shipment yeah mm-hmm. all the other soldiers are fine it was just the orange i'm like what the heck so we go into investigative mode and come to find out the orange juice that they were using isn't pasteurized and so it spoils a lot easier even though it's been bottled no. and there's a lot of points where the temperature could have gotten above 40 degrees and that's when things spoil and so we try to do that again they just sent another shipment up all of a sudden, during all this, the grapefruit's going bad. It's turning white inside, and we're like, what the heck is going on? And so we're like, maybe we have to use a preservative. I was like, I don't want to use preservatives because yeah. that goes against the simple brand. Yeah. So I started doing research about preservatives. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? And this is all crazy, yeah. and I'm trying to figure it out. And push comes to shove. Mexico doesn't work out. And we close up shop. Uh-huh. And it's a huge bummer. Like, yeah. I'm just like. That was it. That was the answer. And Mm -hmm. this is the third big blow. Right. And I'm like, I'm beside myself. Is this where we say we give it a go? Yeah. And give up? And inside I'm like, -uh. no, I've created an amazing product. We have amazing branding. We can't stop. We Mm can't. And so this was December. Oh. (laughs) So this was like recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's super recent. And so now I've learned all this stuff, right? Yeah. I, everything about the food, the, the soda business. Uh-huh. I know. So I can't stop. I'm here. like why? You can't stop. So now I've reverted back to my original plan. I'm going to do it here. Quality control will be handled here. Yeah. And so we've recently partnered up with some really cool people to create our own soda factory here. Okay. Nice. in West Arizona. That's sweet. So That's what I'm working on. Right. As we speak, as we speak, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's
0: wow, cool. yeah, that's that's a super cool. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a buildup. That's that was pretty, I, I did not expect it to be like that just happened.
1: Yeah, we're wow. in now. This is this is our we're going into our fourth year,
0: so let's do it like all steam ahead, do you it here. You can't stop,
1: yeah. Why, why stop,
0: you know? Yeah, so I guess we should ask that question to you why stop? Like, why, why do you want to keep going? What, like, how have you kept that fire through all?
1: All the disappointment.
0: Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, the
1: first downfall with the bottles getting pulled at that time, that's a big deal. You know? Yeah. That was a big pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's nothing.
0: Eh, that's nothing.
1: Right. And then I look back at the second downfall of Ty's shop. huh That's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. Like it's, it's kinda like as I'm growing and learning, I, I look back and like, that was nothing. That was not a big deal. At the time it was devastating. Yeah. I was like, man. I don't think we can continue. But I kept pushing. I was like, why not? We're still in Worth Takeaway. We're still making some sales. But every once in a while somebody will come to the market. Like, I've been wanting to try your soda for months. I came down from Vermont or I flew in. I'm visiting. I knew you guys were over here. I'm I'm here from Chicago or I'm here from whatever. I'm like, What? You can't I mean they were here visiting friends, but they made it a point to come visit us. Yeah. Right. That's what keeps me going. So the people. The people love it. And could I keep making soda for myself and go work for somebody else? Yeah, but I'd hate my life. Yeah. I I can't work for anybody else. Uh-huh. Like I thought about going back to Apple. And I'm like... With all the brewers. <laughs> with all the, the
0: bro-bro-bro-bro-broers. Brewers Brew, brewer talk, brewer talk at the Apple
1: store. Could I? Sure. Would I be happy? No. Yeah. I've seen the potential of what simple soda can be. And every day I wake up. And I see where it's going. And I see what I have to do to get there. And I can't stop. I can't. And I have about a thousand other entrepreneurial ideas uh-huh. that I'll do once I have some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once Simba Soda's bringing in just some money. It's kind of like some... maintaining itself. Or... Yeah. No, beyond that, I have a lot of work to do, guys. Like, I'm thinking just Arizona, we're going to be killing it, right? Yeah. Phoenix is huge. Let's be honest. It's like yeah. the top five largest cities in the States. Mm-hmm. Maybe top three now. Yeah, um, it's up there. I know it's up there. It's huge. And cause... then
0: especially like the East Valley for like, like local and small business is massive too. Yeah, like Mason I mean, Gilbert Chandler. It's it's massive. So I keep
1: sometimes I'll catch myself and like you know what? Yeah, Arizona. I don't even think about it. I was like, yeah, so soda is doing good. we you know we have all these. I have about twenty five locations that want our soda, okay. and we're in some really key spots. Uh-huh. Like awesome locations. La Grande Orange is a huge account for me. Okay. I, have you guys ever been there? Uh-huh. This is really cool spot in Arcadia. Um, it's a grocery store. But they also have this pizzeria next like as part of it. Yeah, yeah. And so my wife and I would go there and we just love that spot. It's a really cool place. And they're pretty influential. They're the, they're the trendsetters of Arcadia.
0: And that's a very trendy super place. trendy yeah. spot.
1: And so I remember when we were getting production started in Mexico, one of the things that Kelly said to do is go talk to these businesses and get a letter of intent signed saying they want to buy the soda. So I went on the rush. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna we send out emails to everybody. And Jen at LGO met with us, and she, she tried it. And she's like, "Yeah, I want this. I want this in our in our grocery." And I remember driving home and crying of excitement. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I, was just, I was so happy because to get into LGO meant we made it. Like, yeah, we have a legitimate product. Yeah, yeah. I was so happy. I those are things that like keep
2: you going yeah. through the hard yeah. times. When I'm
1: like sad, I'm like, "We're in freaking LGO, man. Yeah, that's huge." Yeah. And we're at the Hyatt Regency at Yankee Ranch. You can get our soda at the Hyatt, and I'll get emails from the Sheraton or these other things. We want this, and we do weddings. Like from all the crap, all the downfalls, and all the challenges, and all the hurdles, we're still killing it. Yeah, it's just your perspective. For sure, there's, you know, uh, it's hard to answer that question. Like, why do you keep going? Because I don't focus on the negative. As as easy as that is, like that's human nature. You want to focus on the negative and be negative, you're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah like oh that was a huge downer we got our bottles pulled from that restaurant let's pack up we're done <laughs> yeah you know? I look back that's nothing that's, like, right. that's that's so stupid to get so upset about uh-huh. or oh we failed we, we were told no by the county that we can't do production out of my cousin's warehouse oh now what now let's just pack it up we tried we gave it a college try no bigger opportunity came we can do production in Mexico huge production we're shipping four pallets of soda which is nothing guys like to be honest it's it's not <laughs> It's 2,000 bottles. It's not a big deal. I'm like, but, all me. Yeah. <laughs> right. At the time, I was like, man, we shipped four pallets of soda. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. It's nothing. Like, okay. it's really not. But, and that huge downfall, that getting shut down, could be like anybody else would say, yeah, we're done. Let's mm-hmm. pack it up. But each one has been bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. And this one, my next attempt, <laughs> <I'll call it laughs> attempt number four, isn't bigger than Mexico, but it's different. Yeah. And it's the way I've wanted to do it the whole time. Uh-huh. Okay. And so now I, I would say, if this one doesn't work, that's when I'll think, do I want to keep going? Mm-hmm. So four times, like, you know, they say third time's a try, and I'm here on number four. <laughs> four times, So I feel really confident on this one. We've built up a lot of great following, and people really like it. Yeah, for sure. Even if we just got to where we could do two markets a week, that would, you know, help us. Mm-hmm. The end goal, to be honest, is for Coca Cola to give me a call and be like, hey, we want to acquire you. Cool. I'll sign that. Yeah. give <laughs> <It'll laughs> me the money? Millions of dollars, yeah. Like, and that will give me the funds to start the other stuff. My, you know, I have dreams of helping people. Like my foundations that I want to do. Uh-huh. That's really the goal of this mm-hmm. is to create these really cool ways to help other people get up, get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. Like people, you look down the, you know, people are like, oh, people in Africa. I'm like, yeah, I feel bad for them. Really do respect people that go there. We got people here down, literally around the corner That's okay, true. that don't yeah. have food tonight. Yeah. Like yeah. It breaks my heart. And so I want to help them. So this is me. You know, there's all, you know, there's a lot. Yes, I want to have a lot of money and take care of my family. Uh, I also want to be able to help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I look at every day I wake up. Yeah, simple soda. I really want that to be successful, but not because I want to be rich so that I will have the means to help others. That's awesome. So that's what keeps me going. Yeah. That positive thought of I'm doing this to help others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Super cool. Sweet.
0: Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? And call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, They know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013.
2: Um, couple questions. Yeah. So you, um, obviously you do a lot of your sales through B two B through other restaurants that sell your your sodas. Mm-hmm. Was that intentional instead of not being like, hey, we want to you know, open up <laughs> open up a simple soda storefront where people can buy it, or did it kind of just happen?
1: No, I've always yeah. wanted to do B two B. Um, that's where the money is. Yeah. Um, per bottle, I don't make as much, but volume wise, I do. Right. right. I'll never sell to Walmart. You hear me, Walmart? I'll never sell. To Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're chip bullies. And if Coke wants to end up selling to them, that's fine. But I don't want anything to do with it. Um, or Pepsi. Whoever ends up acquiring me. Um, but I will never sell to, to those types of things. But yeah. Whole Foods? Yeah, I would love to be. That's a huge account. Yeah. But, sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, yeah, so the the whole B2B is I want to handle the production of stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And do we want our own little soda shop? 100%. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. We would make real soda here and we're adding purees to your flavor of choice but it's real pure. like we have tons of ideas yeah. a keg program where we have these cute little mini kegs where you can come in and trade in a keg and get the flavor you want for a party and it has a little tap on it that's and super it cool much, so many cool ideas yeah and that's where we would do that is in these little um, retail fronts. yeah but getting it into restaurants is a lot more viable of an option because it it pays the bills a lot more than a retail would uh-huh. because so much cost goes into just the retail Store whereas a warehouse costs you nothing, yeah, in comparison. So, <clears throat> the whole getting it into restaurants was more important to me, right. than Having one little space to sell it, or I could have a thousand places to buy it. Like, uh-huh. that's to me a lot, makes a lot more sense, right? That's smart. Um, and like, you might
2: make a bit less profit up front, but then they're handling all the sales and marketing sort of things, and you're yeah. just,
1: I mean, we'll obviously push it, my, right? Yeah, 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 on our website right now, you can go on there and see everywhere that you can buy our stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> On our Instagram, we post about where you can buy our stuff. Like yeah. it's it's a cross uh-huh. collaboration collaboration uh, for sure. Um,
2: yeah, is it hard to get into these places being so new? Did you ever? Did people <clears> be <look throat> like, "We don't know who you are. You're so young. Why would mm-hmm. we take your soda?" Or is everyone pretty receptive Not, to it?
1: It was different than I thought. So like when I went around to all those places to get those letters of intent uh-huh. signed, a lot of them had already reached out to us and said we want it just based off of the branding and the way the bottles look. Right. Like props to my wife and her idea of the brand. Uh uh-huh. That's what gets us in the door. For sure. for sure. It's super easy. They look at it and like, that's beautiful. Yeah. The trick is, is if, it's, if it matches the taste, like if, when they taste it, mm-hmm. and we've done a really good job of that. So they look at it, like this looks great, and then they taste it. It tastes better than it looks. So it's not hard for my product to get into places because of how good it is. Mm-hmm. It looks great. It tastes amazing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we want this. Mm-hmm. The hard part is because it's all real and it's all natural and all that, the price point does not match. A Coke not even close right they're still gonna make 66% off of the product uh-huh. but they're not gonna make what they would make off of a coke yeah mm-hmm. not even close and so that's the one hurdle is yeah you're this is a premium product you're gonna pay for a premium product mm-hmm. and when I was thinking about my price point because we sell them for 350 a bottle which when you think about it for soda that's expensive right. but I would yeah. go into quick trip grab a Red Bull off the thing and how much was that pretty close to the same price for a red bull yeah (laughs) like a nasty yeah bad for you Red Bull. i love red bull don't get me wrong yeah especially that yellow um but so i was like yeah my price point's fine yeah and we tested it and we do markets and we sell it just fine we've tried to lower it didn't make a difference so we've kept it at that price point because people so we'll have samples and they'll chase it and that's when they'll buy it Mm -hmm. that's the key so to answer your question is it hard to get into places not for me because one, our branding is awesome. People know about it. People are asking about it. But when they taste it, they're like, "Oh yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. We want
2: it." Yeah. Um, tell us about a couple of your flavors. Favorite flavors. Most popular flavor you guys have.
1: Uh, whew, man, I have so many ideas for flavors. But we started out with three flavors: just lime, which is just as the name suggests, lime juice. Okay. And people are like, "Oh, I don't know if I like that." Growing up in Mexico, the um, there's a place called Ramito It's paletas, the Mexican popsicles. Have you guys ever tried it? Oh them? yeah, yeah, Mexican popsicles. Yeah, nice. Bomb, tasting stuff. Right, right. Um, there was one in particular that I would always get, and it was the limón, which in Mexico is a green lime. Oh. And I wanted a soda that tasted just like that, oh. and so I made it, and it does. It tastes exactly like that popsicle. <laughs> so anyway, if I ever get a, a a fellow Mexican that comes up and like, "Hey, taste this. Yeah. What does it remind you of?" And for sure, they're like. the the popsicles from it yes that's awesome and that one was my favorite hands down Mm -hmm. so good it's refreshing it tastes great um it's just good yeah arizona orange we made because we wanted it to be like something arizona yeah Mm -hmm. i made it up yeah i don't know if arizona oranges do this or not but it tastes like a creamsicle like exactly like a creamsicle yeah i so (laughs) i specifically poured
0: four bottles of soda for you
1: guys. I totally forgot it. Oh <laughs> man. Well, we'll have to call you a, home then. Yeah. I was, after the podcast got done, I was going to be
0: like, Hey, so how do we get a hold of some <laughs> soda? Look,
1: I, I remember I locked the fridge and I got in the car and I was driving back and I was like, Oh crap. I forgot that soda. Again. But <laughs> we'll meet again. Yes. We'll meet again. Um, so Arizona orange is really good. It's like a creamsicle. Um, and then the grapefruit, of course we call it, toronca, which is, I hate to say it like this, but it's true. It's Mexican for grapefruit. It's not Spanish. It's Mexican okay. <laughs> because in Spanish, it's grapefruit is actually pomelo, and so we call it toronca, which is another tie back to my roots. Mm-hmm. Toronca cool. being northern Mexico is what they call grapefruit. Um, and then we released mo- our second most recent flavor is strawberry lemonade, Ooh. and that one's cool. We use just strawberries and lemons, and it is red. Really? And it couldn't. and we don't add any artificial colors or flavors. Like when you taste it, you're like, what the heck? And it looks red like it's red yeah it's, oh, it's wow. super red it's so cool I'm blown away by how cool that flavor ended up being and it's uh-huh. it's our best seller yeah like it's I iconic and my daughter is like I want strawberry soda and she's always asking for it that one has given lime a run for its money in my like uh-huh. it's super good and then we did a we do a seasonal flavor we have a just peach which is so good yeah. and then we were going to do spiced honey apple as a seasonal flavor during mm-hmm. the winter but its popularity is ridiculous, so it has now become you kept it? It's a staple flavor. It will nice. always be available. That sounds really <laughs> good. And then we did, at the beginning of summer, we did a watermelon wine. Oh, that's what I need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> so, watermelon guy. <laughs> watermelon by itself, not good. Right, yeah. If you juiced watermelon uh, and you taste it, it, you're like, okay. it. but eating watermelon is great. Good. It's good. But the juice, it's lacking. Like yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It doesn't it's taste, nice. taste good. you add some, some lime in, in there. there. It's super good, and it's got a pretty cool color too. Uh-huh. It's not as rich by any means as the strawberry, but it's it's still pretty cool. Yeah, I tried to do a what's that cactus prickly oh, pear, prickly pear. Yeah. yeah, we did a prickly, prickly pear, pear lime. Too.
0: I love prickly pear. It was good.
1: It wasn't like I wasn't like right, you know. Oh my gosh, you gotta try this, but it was good. Yeah. If you like prickly pear, you would like yeah. it. But I had lime there <laughs> I okay. I I'm a huge
0: lime guy. Like okay. If I get cranberry juice, I hit that with lime and like and anything. Lime was my thing.
1: I've experimented with pineapple. That's coming. Pineapple. Now that, that's that's our <laughs> now you're speaking, speaking our language. Now. pineapple is coming. <laughs> right, now. we can end it right now, and <laughs> we're gonna go try. <laughs> it's hard to make because I need a cold press. Okay, but it's coming. All right, that's part of the adventure that we're headed into. Is huge pineapple. Pineapple. Okay, it's huge. It's so right? good. Um, so yeah, just peach, spiced honey apple. The Apple one's really cool because we partner with a local bee rescue company, oh, or okay. hive rescue, and so we get the honey from rescue bees. That's super which cool. That's the story, too. That's shortage sweet. of bees is, you know, it's good It's good to use it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're all about trying to be as environmentally conscious. That's why we use glass bottles and uh-huh. plastic. Right. I could have found clear plastic
0: bottles for way cheap. Oh, yeah. But it's not good. Glass is just cool, and I think every age group mm-hmm. loves glass, too. Like, yeah. They just love so, that bottle.
1: <laughs> I always think of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Sobe under the bus here. Do you know oh, I remember, remember the glass Sobe bottles. Those do you remember what the, the label glass. said?
0: What did it say? On the back.
1: I, as no. a kid, I remember thinking, oh, that's so cool. And maybe that's what inspired me to do glass. But the the bottles on the back said, no passion in plastics. And now you can't find a Sobe no. B- no. bottle and glass. It's all plastic. And I'm like, mm. Now, now simple soda. Mm. No, no, mm. Yeah. And then you can do the soapy bombs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Missed those bottles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, now we can use simple soda bottles. You, can, you soda. can't pop those bottles. Oh, sure. oh Sorry. We'll figure something out. <laughs> you can break them. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I've broken four bottles. Which good. is pretty good. That's 20, good. What a year? That's my, good. One of my I saying like bottles. I broke one of mine. Yeah. Back to the flavors real quick. I tried to do uh, blueberry. Uh-huh. okay. Uh-uh. No? No. You can't. Juice of blueberry, really it tastes like dirt. Really, huh I tried like every which way. Not gonna happen. Right. And we also get a lot of asks for root beer. Okay,
0: is it coming or? I have the recipe. Uh-huh. I don't even know how to make root beer. I'm afraid mean. of root beer. Really? You yeah. don't want to mess it
1: up. Well, Sunup's got it down. Yeah. Sunup Brewery has got it figured out. I've had a lot of people be like, "We need a simple sort of root beer." Like the problem is root beer isn't simple. You yeah, can say,
2: how do you do that without?
1: There's dirt? over
0: ten ingredients that goes mm-hmm. into root beer. Uh-huh. If you want to do it from like legit scratch, yeah. And so, yeah, I have two requests. I want something with coconut and uh, some sort of like ginger ale, ginger ah, beer sort of. Ginger's coming. No worries all there. All, all right, right, all right. I love ginger ale. Oh so. yeah, I love ginger ale. Ginger
1: ale is Seagram. Oh, there's a ginger ale. What was it called? You gotta try it. Um, it's an Australian company.
0: Oh. Bundaberg? Bundaberg. I love it, oh, dude. It's stuff. so
1: good. Yes. So like, I, I see those guys they're doing that uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, like, stay, I almost feel like I should stay in my lane. <laughs> like juice based stuff, uh-huh. but ginger gingerwood. They got some easy. good stuff. It, yeah. And their bottles really cool. Yeah, yeah, they have the super little cool bottles, the way they open. Uh huh. I think mean, that's unique. Count. Yeah. yeah. So that's... I I see that and when I think about what's next flavor wise, I take into account that type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Nobody does a good grapefruit. Nobody does a good lime. Right. Nobody does a good peach. But there's some ginger out there that's top notch. Yeah. There's some rubber out there you can't compete with. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a could I do it? Yeah. Yeah. Will it compare? Maybe. Yeah. Will it be up to my standards? No.
0: Yeah. So Well, it's cool. almost like like, you know, I think if you just focus on what you're good at and not try and just like be do something everything. yeah, you're gonna be a lot better. Right. I mean, that's that's for any business. If you just focus on what you're good at. And I take a page out of Apple, you know,
1: they yeah. they had so many products out when they we're about to go under mm-hmm. and then when Steve came back he's like cool we have five products yeah, yeah. and they focused on simple. That. simple simple maybe eventually we'll get into that Ruby life but it's not gonna be it's All gonna right. be a while Nice, awesome
2: I love it um, what would you say your favorite and least favorite part is kind of like the day-to-day life of running running the business yeah.
1: I'll go with my least favorite because that's like I said it's easy to be negative <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were there are weeks and I mean weeks that go by where I'm up at five and I don't get home until 10. Like we're I'm hustling and my daughter we'll we'll Facetime as much as we can but I'm like focused on laser focused working, Mm -hmm. juicing, cooking because there's a lot of heat involved yeah and so I'll I'll lose time like time hours will go by and yeah I made a lot of soda but I'm like weeks have gone by where I'm up at five home by ten and maybe get a shower and then sleep and I'm eating like crap because I don't have time yeah you're sat on the road I put on probably forty. No, 40, 30, 30 <laughs> pounds of Taco Bell and, <laughs>
0: and just you know, trappers just, are in your car and stuff like that. No, I actually keep my truck
1: very clean. Okay, that's good. I'm a I'm a little I have a little disorder of obsessive compulsiveness when it comes to keeping my truck clean. I know, um, but yeah, so that's the part that I hate is I get I'm so hungry for success that mm-hmm. all this other stuff is falling away. Right, and it sucks, but I like I said I go back to that those moments where LGO said yes, or I got an email from the Hyatt that wanted it and they, or somebody will be like, Hey, that's this, that's the owner of simple soda right there. Like that's cool. Yeah. That feels cool. Yeah, that's a cool feeling of it. But- and then I also think of cool. Once we've made it and I'm driving down the freeway and I'm going to get stuff at restaurant Depot and there's that guy on the corner who's just struggling and you can tell it's not a drug addict or anything. He's just like, I need work mm-hmm. Man, I want to help that guy. Uh-huh. I want to be in a position to do that. So that's what keeps me pushing. Is, is those things. So, so that's the negative. Um, I'm losing a lot of stuff. I haven't lost any hair. I usually have uh, my hair down to my shoulders. I was going to say, color. I think I saw some pictures on Instagram yeah, yeah. a bit longer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, every day, I'm like, is this? No? Hairline's <laughs> <back>. still solid. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's why I have a hat on. I'm training my hair to go back because it's growing up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's good. There's a lot of stress. And then the positives, and I kind of touched base about that already, but it's knowing where I'm headed. Right and even with my daughter she's like dad can you bring me home some strawberry soda like she loves it yeah uh, yeah for you of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean, in this year inheritance so why, why not right now but um and it's just thinking of where this is headed that's what keep, that's the positive cool that's and it's fun, fun. Yeah. I, as much as you know i'm working like crazy i I'll, I'll create a new flavor out of nothing i'm like wow that's super good and somebody tries it like this is did it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why or how I can create these flavors that taste so good, but people love them. Like, have you guys heard? Are, are you guys from here? Sorry, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. In native Arizona, mm-hmm. yeah. spent time in Utah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, J dogs. <laughs> oh, I know oh, J dogs. Yeah. You know J dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know about uh, apple beer? Maybe I've heard of it. But yes, I've never had it. I hadn't heard of it. Like this is weird to me. <clears throat> but so here in Arizona, we had Waldo's. Have you guys been to Waldo's I don't barbecue? You're not true, Arizona. <laughs> no, I, I, I have been to Waldo's, yes. Waldo's was yeah. like mm-hmm. my introduction to barbecue. Love the stuff. Yeah. Come to find out, my dad worked with the owner in Snowflake on his father's, the owner's father's pig farm, oh. which helped him get into the whole barbecue scene as it is. Okay. Clayton Caldwell. Yes, okay, yeah. yeah. So he was the owner of Waldo's. He sold it and kind of disappeared for a while. Is Come it? to find out, he was doing research in Texas. And then he came back and he opened up Caldwell County Barbecue. Incredible. Best barbecue. Sorry, Little Miss but I think it's the best barbecue in Arizona. Easy. I love that place. It's so good. Yeah. He licensed J-Dogs here and calls it Clay Dogs. Yep. Have you been there? Yep. Of course I have. Of course. Of course. Love it. He does amazing hot dogs because he takes his brisket and pulled pork from Caldwell County Barbecue, puts it on that business. It's so good. So I met with him and he wanted an apple beer. Mm. What does apple beer taste like? I don't know. I don't know. So I, I made up a recipe. And he tried it, he's like, this is it, this is perfect, let's go. Really? <laughs> what? And so, so that's they awesome. Clay Dogs has a uh, exclusive flavor that you can only get at Clay Dogs uh-huh. and it's simple sodas apple beer. Really? Nice. Which, Which is, is really cool. That's awesome. good to know. They're out of stock right now. Okay. Oh, no. But by the time this airs, I don't know when you when is this airing? Well. A couple weeks yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be back in stock. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you good. can get good. Clay <laughs> Dogs. You can get Apple Beer at Clay Dogs. <laughs> <that's laughs>
2: cool. Um Okay, so last big question I want to ask is what advice would you have for an entrepreneur that's wanting to start, start up a business?
1: The same advice somebody gave me, don't get in the food and beverage. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> um, no, I'm, I kid. Um, just do it. You, there's no reason not to. Yeah. There really is no reason not to. We live in the United States of America. There is no reason. There's no, nothing to stop you from doing it. Just do it. And if you don't know what to do and you have an idea... Contact me. I don't care. It's Ben at I will. I I love talking about business ideas. Like uh-huh. I said, I have about a thousand other stuff brewing in my head yeah. that I want to do, but I've got this baby I gotta take care of right now. And once it's there, cool. But I love talking about ideas that people have. I actually have three in the works that I'm kind of doing in the back end. That's really like struggling right now because I have to refocus Simple Soda. But uh-huh. <laughs> just do it. If it's a good idea, it'll work. It'll it'll you'll get recognized. Yeah. I I don't know why you wouldn't. If you don't do it, uh, I, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quoting that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're quoting that. That's gonna
0: be a quote.
2: So. Oh, that's that's definitely awesome advice. Um, yeah, great advice, great story, great inspiration. It's definitely been um been a pleasure sitting down yeah. and talking with oh, you.
1: Sweet. Thanks for hearing me out. I love talking. Like I said, I love talking about. It. I probably talked. What are we? An hour? or an hour. It hasn't felt like it though. Yeah, no, yeah. it's been
2: good. It's yeah. been worth it.
1: Yeah. So I, I just love sharing my story and my hopes and dreams. So I appreciate sure. you guys taking yeah. your time. Yeah, Thank you.
2: Yeah, I definitely think your story will inspire a couple of people out there. I just wanted to say one thing back to something that stood out in your story is the guy that gave you the thousand dollar check. I think lots of people look at that like, Oh, he just got lucky. Like, why can't that happen to me? It's like, it's not fair or it's just cause he, he got lucky. That's the only reason he, he got at that point. But I've, I've heard a quote where luck is where opportunity and preparation meet. Yeah. Um, and if you weren't doing your part to be prepared, that would have never happened. So anyone out there that thinks that they're just not getting lucky or not.
1: And really need thousand bucks is not much right you could get a credit card and i was about to do that like it was gonna happen either way yeah i just got you know i was talking to the right guy at the right time but i would like you said i was ready
0: yeah yeah well i i heard something sorry were, we're going over time but i heard something today that like there's people out there that just love feeding like money or any source of like help to an idea like they just don't like coming up with ideas, but they're more than happy to yeah. give their money to an idea to see what it can do. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So there's there's ways that you can get help without having to do much. Like Just market yourself well. Yeah. Have a good product. And if anybody's wanting to invest in
1: Simple Soda, <laughs> we're always looking <laughs> we'll for say, help. I <laughs> won't say no.
2: <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that kind of wraps things up. Once again, thank you so much for being here today. Um, it's been a good time, and we'll mm-hmm. catch you all next week. Sweet.